0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of There Goes a the No Hitter. This edition, we're going to talk about a little bit about where Manny Machado has signed, what's the latest on Bryce Harper, and some spring training. How much, how important is spring training? When it comes to your team and how you think they're going to do in the regular season. And in all, in honor of the Oscars that happened this past week or so. Some top baseball movies, uh, in my opinion, what we might like. So right now, let's get into it right now. So Manny Machado signs a... 10-year, $300 million contract with the San Diego Padres. That is crazy when you think about Machado. First off, that's what people a lot of call, if you call a lot of baseball perspective, people say it's called stupid money Um, to spend on one player. You know, I mean, what's that? million a year now for the next 10 years for one player. Does that handicap your franchise? I don't know. I mean, baseball has no salary cap. It's the only professional sports league that has no salary cap. So, you know, you get like back in the late 90s, you called the New York Yankees were called evil empire because they spend a bunch of money. You've seen the last few years, the Dodgers had one of the highest payrolls in baseball because they spend money getting players. And then you look at teams like the Miami Marlins, who one year, when they became the Miami Marlins, spent money. And then they had to let everybody go because that team didn't go anywhere. But then you look at the recently built last, uh, let's just take the last three World Series champions. They built within, and I believe they didn't have that much um they didn't have one of the biggest payrolls and which are the Cubs, the Astros, and the Red Sox. You think those guys won World Series in the last three years, but their payroll was not that big, so we'll see what the Padres were gonna do with though now that they have their big their big star, you know they were looking for another big star. To go with that park Machado's numbers I believe aren't that great with the uh, in in uh, San Diego but you know that ballpark's pretty small so maybe he'll do something different you know in other words that's good for him and it's good for San Diego we'll see where they go so now that leads me to one more guy Bryce Harper Bryce Harper, as if this moment, February 25th, still not signed with any team yet. Um, You know, with Machado getting $300 million, what are you going to give a guy like Bryce Harper? I mean, they're pretty much, I think they're the same age, 26. So now do you think does this, this, this Machado's, I mean, does Harper get a 10-year $300 million, $300 million? I mean, according to, MLB.com and the MLB Network. They're saying the only team that can afford him right now is the Philadelphia Phillies. Why isn't he not there yet? Why is it that we are now in the second week of spring training? Some games have been played. And Harper's still not signed. It's It's crazy. I mean, maybe he doesn't want to go to Philly. Maybe he's hoping that there's going to be another team out there. And according to uh, John Heyman from MLB.com, he's saying that the San Diego Padres, believe it or not, are still also in the hunt for Bryce Harper. Could you imagine the San Diego Padres paying $600 million combined for 10 years for two players? That's a lot. I mean, $60 million a year. For two players, you better hope you have stuff to back them up. You better hope they guys are at least hitting forty home runs with over a hundred RBIs in that in uh in the, within those years because that's a lot of a lot for two players if that happens. But it also, there's another team up the five that the LA Dodgers are now back in the hunt. Now, I, I honestly thought the Dodgers weren't gonna. Lan Harper, I thought, he's asking for too much money, and I don't know if the management wanting to go that route anymore. I mean, that's a lot. Of, like I said, that's a lot of money to play for a guy. He's 26, so you're saying in 10 years, he'll be 36. He'll be eligible for probably another contract. And, you know, or do you think his do you think his skills are going to slide? I mean, in four years, in five years when he's thirty, does his skills start to diminish, but then you have five more years of uh that contract. And folks, these contracts in baseball are guaranteed. The only guaranteed contracts in baseball. The whole contract. Ask the Mets. The Mets are uh, still paying Bobby Bonilla. In fact, they have a called a Bobby Bonilla Day. He's still getting paid by the Mets, and he hasn't been in baseball for a few years now, I believe, almost a decade. So it'd be interesting to see where Bryce Harper goes. Um, it'd be interesting to see if he gets also the ten-year, three hundred million, or does he get a little more? Does he sign for a little less? But with these guys, and they say they want to win and they want a World Series ring. For Manny Machado's case, it was about the money. Why are you going to San Diego if you really want to win and win, really want to win a ring? But I'm surprised he actually got this kind of money because his performance in the uh, World Series was was horrible. I mean, take it from me, I I, I didn't like him. I didn't want him. I mean, I knew he was a rental rent a player. He's a rental. He wasn't going to sign with the Dodgers because number one, yes, that was a lot of money. Number two, where's he going to play? He was there because Corey Seager got injured and was out for the year. You know, um, Corey Seager's going to be back full healthy this year. We got Turner at third. We got, uh, we don't have, there's absolutely no room for him in, uh, With the Dodgers, so... But there is room for Bryce Harper. I mean, I would like Bryce Harper in the Dodgers uniform just because it's another bat. Even though I think the Dodgers really need relief pitching this year. I hope they get some decent-sized bullpen help. So we're not relying on Jansen every game, every year. Even down the stretch. And we're not relying on Clayton Kershaw... Rich Hill and uh, Bueller, Bueller to pitch us late in the games and need must win. Because we all know baseball is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So it'll be interesting to hear. There's also some news today about um, the designated hitter. Actually, I took that back. The Disabled list is being renamed now. It's being renamed the injured list now I'm okay with it. I get it with this day and age. You can the word disabled They're not really disabled. They're injured. They're hurt So we rename it. I mean It's gonna be some time it's gonna get some time to be used to with the name because we still call it the DL I call it the DL a lot of people I know that watch baseball call it the DL I bet you they're going to have commentators, announcers, still call it the DL. Because it's going to take some time to get used to. But it's going to be called the injured list. Now, you know, I maybe could call it the injured reserves. He's on IR, but I don't think that would really work. So it's going to be called the IL. Hey, okay, it's no problem, but, uh. It's great. So, all right, guys. Well, I'm gonna take a break, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk about a little bit more. Get into uh, spring training records, and uh, how how important are they, or are they important? So, we will be right back. Also, in the close of the show, we will have a little funny segment as to go with the uh, the Oscars that happened last night. Be right back. Hi, right, guys. Hey, Bracken. Welcome back. So, as I left you during the break, we were talking that we were going to get into uh, spring training records and how important are they? Are they really important? What does it say about your team when it comes to their spring training record and how well will they be in the season? Well... If you ask some guys like myself, I I have always thought spring training records really don't mean much. Um, Doesn't matter how well you do because baseball, like I said earlier, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It is not a 16-game sprint like it is in the NFL. This is 162 games a year in the heart of summer. It's called the boys of summer. So you got some hot hot days, long games. Baseball doesn't does not have a clock as much as they're putting clocks on baseball with pitching clocks and things like that cuz they want to make it faster, but you can't make baseball fast. It's not wasn't designed to be a fast game. Especially now with today's hitters and pitchers, <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be a big uh quickness in baseball anymore well so believe me so it leads me to this guys how well are spring training records well the last two i'll get you to the the final two teams in the world series last year the boston red Sox and the la dodgers the la dodgers were 17 for 15 in spring training they finished 92 and 71 okay you know not a whole lot, a little above five hundred, but then they had a good game, good year. So then you're like, "Well, see, that's what it was." But then you look at Boston's record spring training games, and they're twenty two and nine, and they finished with the a franchise record um, um one hundred and eight wins and fifty four losses. I mean, they had the greatest year. I mean, hey, and they won the World Series. They had the greatest year. I don't don't, don't recall one of the best teams um winning. The whole thing and having that good of a record, but but then I look at some other teams, okay, and I'm gonna look at some of the bottom teams. San Diego Padres, 15 and 10 in the spring. In the spring, finished 30 games under 500 in the year, 66 and 96, dead last in in uh in the NL West. And if you look at the Chicago White Sox, they had a good year. Spring training, they were 16 and 12. They went sixty-two and they lost a hundred games last year. You know, uh, if you look on MLB.com, they have spring training records from the past year. We'll get to a couple of noticeable teams that you know you would think they would have a decent year. The Miami Martins were fifteen and thirteen in uh in spring training, but they had a believe believe they were below five hundred. Um if you look in the Cactus League. Cleveland Indians were nineteen and three; they had a decent year. The Royals were sixteen and thirteen, so I mean you could take it for what it's worth. Um, I I don't take spring training as a a sign of how well your team's gonna do. I don't take it as how bad your team's gonna do. Um. You know, spring training is spring training. It's practice. It's to get your kinks out. You know. It's not a lot of – you don't see a lot. I mean, it's not – it doesn't go with the – it's kind of hard to say, but it's not like your preseason football games. I mean, in preseason football, you know that, at least to me, the third game of preseason football is pretty much what you're going to roll with for the rest of the – for the whole year. So that's what you get, and kind of get your glimpse of how well your team's gonna play, in my eyes. But uh, in baseball, I mean, you don't you don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because you would think, you know, that's a lot of games. One hundred and sixty two games is a lot of games to play, and you just don't know. I mean, we had game one sixty three last year. Between the Chicago Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers, it went down to one game that's not even on the schedule. And they had to play that game to find out who's going to win the division and who's going to the wild card. So it's hard to say. I mean, you know, the Miami Marlins, they finished 63 and 98. They were dead last in the regular season. And the National League, they had the worst. They had the worst uh, record of all, okay. And if you look at their spring training last year, if you, they went 15 and 13, so they weren't even one of the worst teams. I mean, if you look at the worst team in spring training, the Mets were 10, 10 and 18. But we'll look at the Texas Rangers, and you can find all this stuff on MLB.com, guys. That's what I'm how I'm looking at stuff right now. Look at the Texas Rangers went 8 and 22 in spring training. And then if you go to the regular season Hold on one second. My internet's a little slow. Um you know, Texas Rangers I believe finished okay, well they were dead last. They were sixty seven and ninety five. So it's kinda again, it's kinda hard to predict these things. Um in my opinion, maybe I think the Rangers had some, but they weren't the worst team in the uh, in the uh, in the in the American League. Actually, the Baltimore Orioles were the worst team. They were forty seven and one hundred and fifteen in the whole entire American League, but they had a seventeen and twelve record in the Grapefruit League. So you would have thought, hey you know with the f- 586 winning percentage in their spring training we might do something they didn't they finished they were the worst team in the American League so it it, it comes to this how well perspective do you think your team's going to do in the in the uh in the year via spring training you never know you know you just never know but injuries disabled list trade deadlines Sorry, the injured list, as they call it now. So I gotta remember. I told you it's gonna get some time to use because I just slipped up, and it's now called the injured list. So it gets, it gets me too. So it's gonna be funny to to see how many people actually mistaken uh, the name. So anyway, so I'm gonna take a break real quick, and we'll be right back and in honor of the Oscars. We'll name some uh, top movies. Baseball movies of all time. Be right back. Welcome back, folks, and uh, like at the uh, end of the segment, I talked to you about. Well, we had the Oscars last night, and you know we had, and I thought it came to my to me, and I was like. You know, we had some good sports movies, and we had some great baseball movies. And what are some baseball movies of all time, in my opinion? Well, you know, that rank um, pretty high in my list of which ones would I watch. I mean, I watch a lot of sport movies. You know, I like I like a lot of uh, a lot of sports movies. I like a lot of baseball movies as well, mostly. You know, um, I like uh, I like a lot of uh, you know, documentaries or biopics, uh, I guess you call them, about certain certain uh, um, stories in sports. So I came up with a list, and uh, just the baseball movies of all time. And my first baseball movie of all time would have to be Fill the Dreams with Kevin Costner it was such a great movie i i could watch that movie right in the middle of it pick on pick pick up right where it's at and watch the whole thing and it's it's great in fact um i believe you could still go to the field of dreams you can actually drive by there and i think they do let you uh see it possibly play catch on it i'm not don't take my word for it but that's i kind of heard that somewhere i'm not 100% hundred percent sure, but if if that is really the case, that's great. I mean, I, that's one of my favorite uh movies of all time. But it also leads me to Eight Men Out. I mean, if you guys watched Eight Men Out before the the story of the Chicago White Sox that threw the World Series with the gamblers, that is a great movie. It has a uh, John Cusack and Charlie Sheen and. Some other greatest notables that uh, actors that are are really big now that were very young at the time. Um, I've watched that movie just recently. And, and you know, I named those two back-to-back back because he's Shoeless, Shoeless Joe Jackson is on both those shows. You know, he comes back in the field of dreams, but, you know, he, about the, the White Sox scandal and, you know, did they really take, you know, how many players actually – Took the bribe and what happened, and even though they were found not guilty, baseball still kicked them out of baseball, and they are, none of them, I believe, are even in the Hall of Fame, and none of them played uh, baseball um, after that scandal. So then I, I got some other movies here. Major League, the series. I mean, all Major League One is great. One of the classics, Major League Two, another classic, uh, Major League Three, back in the minors. It was good. It's a little underrated because they they changed some actors. They have some guys that are great. They're still in it. Pedro Serrano, Mr. Allstate guy. He's uh, Dennis Query, I believe his name is. He uh He was really good. And you know you got. How can you not go with the bad news bears, the original with Walter Matthau? I mean, if you're a little league baseball coach, if you played little league, you you know how it was. If you are a parent and you've taken your kids to little league games, and you know how it was, you didn't always get on the great teams and uh, be on those big winning franchise teams like the big guys. But you were always rooting for those underdog teams. You know, how about League of Their Own? Another great movie, true story. About the girls in uh, the um, baseball league and how they had uh, from nothing to something and now they're all in the Hall of Fame. You actually have a, a whole uh, section dedicated to them. You know, we got a couple other movies for you real quick. Uh, how about The Sandlot? What a great movie. If you're a kid like my when I was a kid back in the nineties growing up, that was another great movie you always watched. I, I still watch that movie. The original. Um not really big on the sequel, but the original was great. Um that was my childhood also. I used to play three flags up and you know, go and play some baseball. Pretend I was a pitcher. Um you know, play with the boys in the in the back. You know, find a baseball park, find a park. You know, played on the street and said, you know, kind of like football, but in baseball we had a hey, go. Th- you know, that corner right there, that's that's first, that's second, that's third. You know, with the tennis ball. You know that that's another great movie of my childhood. In um, Rookie of the Year, and it's another great um funny ha ha movie. I mean boy gets hurt goes to the professional leagues helps the cubs win a world series that's kind of funny but uh not so funny now as the cubs have won a world series but uh those are some just some great movies of uh for baseball of all you know like i said all time you know greatest movie for me is fill the dreams you know followed by probably uh like I said, Major League. I like to watch that one, League of Their Own. If I had to put a number on my top, i ought to say top five, five baseball movies. I would have to say, Field the Dreams is number one. League of League of Their Own is number two. Bull Durham number three. Bad News Bears, the original, is number four, and Major League is number five. Um probably my top five movies if you go top 10 uh, number six would be the sandlot number seven would be rookie of the year number what was that number eight would be little big league number nine for the love of the game and rounding up my top 10 baseball movies um Would be uh I'm you know I'm not quite sure. I don't even think I have ten game ten game. Ten uh ten on this list. My sorry about that. I can't think right now. My brain is drawing a blank as far as baseball movies go. But anyways, let me know your top 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 uh top baseball movies of all time. I'm I'm sure let me know if I missed some. You know, did I miss some baseball movies that are, that are out there that I that I've just forgotten about? You know, is there another Kevin Costner baseball movie that I forgot about? I mean, I think he did just three. Um, he done he's done a lot of sports movies, but, anyways, folks, that's gonna do it for me right now. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. Please follow me on uh, sports daddy TV slash face um, TV Blog slash on Facebook at sports daddy TV. You can catch my weekly on uh, my other show uh, sports daddy TV presents the coastal bros with my buddy FJB. We're going to actually be doing a nice uh, a show. Um, we're going to probably do another topic will be about uh sports movies of all time. So, not just baseball, um, all sports movies. So we're gonna have a little fun episode coming up for you uh, later on today. I'll be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for his next uh, click and argue segment. Segment, um, out there just click and argue with FJB. Yes, uh, be on the lookout for that, and uh, let me know on Facebook your top five movies. Thanks for listening, subscribing. And I hope to see you soon and always take care and there goes the no hitter.